Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Champumogyong. Champumogyong, Book 5 Expansion of the Providential Foundation and the Annual Mottos Unification of Korea Until now, however much we shouted for the liberation of our fatherland, we have not known where that country is. But now we know. Now, with 1988 having passed, the time has come to reveal that the fatherland is Korea. Because of that, I declared that this year is a providential turning point for the nation of Korea and proclaimed the foundation day of the nation of the unified world. About the same time as the Seoul Olympics, I proclaimed that we are now at a turning point where we can move forward toward a world of hope based on the condition of internal solidarity between the youth of the world and the second generation of Unification Church members. This foundation was made not only by people in the earthly world, but also by those in the spirit world. As a result of this proclamation, it is now possible for the Japanese ancestors to come to Korea and help us. Since we have come into the age of love, when even enemy nations can love each other, the good Japanese spirits can come and work for the unification of Korea, even if it means they have to sacrifice Japan. Also, a foundation of spiritual power has been created on Earth such that the good spirits of America, England, or any country of the world are able to come and offer support for the sake of Korean unification. What must we do today to bring about the reunification of Korea? There are numerous denominations, organizations, families, and political parties, but none is behaving in a way that will create harmony. They are not investing themselves for each other's benefit in a way that they resonate with love. Individual political parties need to take the path to benefit the whole nation, to increase its wealth and prosperity. If they pursue only their own party's self-interest, the nation will come to ruin. Because Korea does not have this kind of center, I am going to bring Unification Church members from all over the world to establish a new tribe and connect them to new social organizations that will promote unification activities for the sake of Korea. We have to move the hearts of South Koreans to enter a realm of resonance filled with love. We must begin this work today, the first day of 1989. This will lead to the birth of a united Korea. There is no other path. When we accomplish it, God can finally come to visit individuals, families, tribes, and the people of this nation. Section 4. The 1990s In the early 1990s, the mottos were related to the unification of Korea. For 1990 and 1991, the motto was, The Unification of My Country. In 1992, the Unification of the New Nation. And in 1993, the New Family and the Unified Fatherland. In the mid-1990s, the focus of the mottos changed to loving true parents and sharing about them with pride, the secure settlement of true parents and the completed testament age in 1994. Let us inherit true parents' realm of victory in 1995, and let us proudly testify to true parents and love true parents in 1996. In the latter part of the decade, the focus was on the blessing goals. Let us proudly testify to true parents and love true parents by accomplishing the 3.6 million couples blessing in 1997. To proudly testify to and love true God, absolutely. We must complete the 360 million couples blessing and cut off the lineage of Satan's world in 1998. And the cosmic expansion of the true blessing and rooting out Satan's lineage in 1999. The Unification of My Country the motto for 1990 is, 
the unification of my country. From the point of view of providential history, the 1980s was an important decade. If we had not successfully navigated the turning point of the providence that came in the 1980s, an immense barrier would have remained in providential history. True parents were intensely focused on accomplishing this. Finally, all the necessary conditions that had to be fulfilled to indemnify providential history in the 1980s were successfully accomplished. It took 40 years for the unificationist family to achieve this victory and climb to the top of the world. The motto for 1990 is the unification of my country. This requires us to center on God and unite in stages to realize ourselves from the perspective of the original root. These stages are, first, that we as individuals unite our mind and body. Next, we have to become one as husbands and wives, and then their children have to become one with their mother and father. In this way, we can link to the realm of the ideal for the nation. From today, you need to become people who represent the whole. You should represent God, the universe, the nation, and your people. In the family, you should be able to represent your spouse and your children. The people of the world are the extensions of the people in your family. The elderly are extensions of your grandmother and grandfather. Middle-aged people are the extensions of your mother and father. Young people are the extensions of your children. Thus, the people of the world are at three levels, connected to the three generations of your family grandmother and grandfather, mother and father, and sons and daughters. However, people lost this standard, which God had envisioned us realizing through all these relationships. We lost the original source, the core standard that our family, representing the family of Adam and Eve, be connected to the whole of humankind. Now, once this original source is rediscovered, it is like a frozen sheet of ice melting away as it meets the days of spring. All the problems of the world will thus be solved naturally. With this in mind, you should strive to restore your nation. In 1990, I thought about having the same motto again for 1991. Thus, the motto for this year, 1991, is also the unification of my country. Next year, in order to conclude the three-year period, it will be the unification of the new nation. Therefore, we have to practice this motto until 1992. On this day that marks the beginning of the 1990s, you must understand how solemn this moment is as you receive the command to advance toward the unification of the universe. This is the day when I reorient the world toward the united heaven and earth. The day of the unification of my country is the breathtaking moment when God's hope is realized on this earth. This is the hope God has had throughout the hundreds of millions of years of providential history since the beginning of time. Through it all, countless people of faith shed their innocent blood in unjust situations even as they prayed to heaven, asking God to dissolve their bitter sorrow, and yet died without seeing the fulfillment of their hopes. This is the breathtaking moment when their hopes will finally be realized. The unification of my country that I am speaking of today concerns not only the Korean Peninsula, but stands for unification of the world nation. What we originally would say along with the unification of my country is the unification of my world, or the unification of my country and my world but I abbreviated it to the unification of my country. When all the people of the world unite in their own countries and then are engrafted to Korea, their nations will naturally become part of the world nation. For the sake of the unification of my country, we must be proud of living every day and devoting ourselves more than any patriot or loyal subject, shedding tears as we advance and saying, we must keep going. We must leave behind a record that can appear in history with even one line recording what we did to establish heaven's tradition the unification of the new nation. 
These are the notes I jotted down for the first day of January 1992 in America. They contain four points under the topic, The Unification of the New Nation. The first is the restoration of authority of the Elder Son. If we are going to unify the new nation, we have to restore the authority of the Elder Son. This has to be restored on the level of the people and on the level of the nation. Second, we must restore the authority of the parents. After establishing the new parents, we must connect to them centering on tribal messiahs. In order to establish the authority of parents, we first have to restore the authority of the elder son. The parents with the authority of the elder son must appear. These are the true parents. Parents with the authority of the elder son can appear once the authority of the elder son is restored. After that comes the restoration of kingship. The parents with the authority of the elder son are the king and queen among monarchs. Restoration of the authority of the parents and restoration of kingship must include the desires of the elder son. The kingship is that with the authority of the elder son. As the king of heaven and earth, this means the king of kings. This is what we mean when we say true parents. After that, the authority of the royal family emerges. The royal family, based on the king of God's nation, has not yet been established. It is said that Jesus came as the king of kings, but there was no royal family. There was no family of princes and princesses descending from Jesus' direct bloodline, and this must be restored. Originally, Adam and Eve were the royal family in the Garden of Eden. Everything should have developed connecting to that realm of royal lineage. Adam was not able to fulfill the will. Jesus could not complete the will. Christianity could not fulfill the will. And even today, in the era of the Second Coming, those who are attending true parents have fallen short. I have to take responsibility for all this. No one other than I understands how to resolve these matters and reverse them. It was God's intention that America would lead the world to victory after World War II, but that was also lost. Even for this, I have to take responsibility. Neither Christianity nor America nor any other nation can take responsibility for this. Everything that should have worked with me in partnership was lost. Therefore, I am responsible to recreate them. All this must be repaired. Already by 1952, seven years after 1945, a new nation should have been realized. This is the unification of the new nation that I am talking about today. America is a sovereign nation based on Protestant Christianity. As a Protestant nation, it is able. Protestant-centered America, the realm of the second Israel, was supposed to embrace the entire world. Although America embraced the world, America was not its owner. America was supposed to connect the world to its owner, the true parents who have come. If Protestantism had made true parents its center, religion and the nation of Korea could have become one, and the world could have stood on that foundation. Then, the true parent-centered religion could have gone on to unify the entire world. This is how Cain and Abel were to have become one. Then the body and mind that had been divided would have been united on the world level. The truth that would have emerged at that point would have been true parentism or atomism. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.